Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three and a half cents at 529 and a half. November soybeans are up a quarter cent at 13.50 and a half. September Chicago wheat down seven and three quarters at 6.33. September Kansas City wheat is down nine and three quarters at 6.05 and a half. September spring wheat down three and a quarter at 8.54. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel and make sure you hit that like button. Help me to continue to to do this and continue to uh, keep this channel growing. If you need some additional assistance from me and you need some more detailed uh, information about grain markets or grain marketing, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts, graphics, weather maps, um, there's a text message service that goes along with this. Subscriber-only videos uh, are something that I've been doing every single business day, and uh, they go out to subscribers via text message. Uh, they cover everything from USDA reports to grain marketing, uh, my thoughts on the markets, all sorts of different things. Uh, Sunday weather videos are something I've been doing uh, this summer. This is a monthly deal. can be canceled at absolutely any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Certainly check that out. So we had a USDA report yesterday, and the report was kind of a mixed bag. Uh, um, surprisingly, the big surprise and, and the big bullish surprise was in the wheat, and we haven't seen a whole lot of that from USDA in regard to wheat uh, in recent years. But the culprit was a lower spring wheat production number, or lower than expected. USDA pegged other spring wheat production at 345 million bushels, which was uh, more than 100 million bushels below the average trade guess. So that was seen as being a positive, not only for spring wheat, but for the winter wheat markets as well. Uh, the Kansas City wheat futures, as an example, went up and filled that chart gap uh, from July 6th. Uh, the spring wheat market made some fresh contract highs overnight, trades a little bit lower here this morning. But that spring wheat uh, number, if realized, 300 145 million bushels for other spring wheat. That would be down 41% uh, from last year. So just an, an absolute crop disaster being projected uh, here for spring wheat. And that's a number that may get worse before it gets better. I think that that crop in uh, North Dakota and other northern states is beyond repair here. Now, when you look at uh, what happened on the corn and soybean balance sheets, there was really nothing earth-shattering. Um, some of the, the demand numbers moved around a little bit. USDA used its uh, updated June acreage number for corn, which resulted in a higher production number. But USDA did not change the corn and soybean yield numbers yesterday, and they typically don't make adjustments in July. So look for those yield adjustments to the corn and soybeans in the August report, which will be out on August 12th, I believe, which I think is a Thursday at uh, 11 a.m. Central Time. So we've got to wait another month for yield adjustments. Now, speaking of crop conditions, we did have our crop progress report out yesterday. Uh, corn ratings improved 65% good to excellent nationally, up from 64 last week, 68 on average. Uh, states that saw improvement in corn ratings last week include Iowa, Missouri, 
South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Pennsylvania. Illinois notably declined 5% on the week and is only rated 60% good to excellent. That's kind of a head scratcher. If Illinois is only rated 60% good to excellent, um, I think a lot of people probably need to change their yield numbers around. Um, that one's kind of a head scratcher to me because I've, I've been told and I've seen uh, that that crop's in very good shape the way it seems. Uh, the crop is 26% silking nationally versus 10 last week and 30 on average. 3% of the corn crop in the dough stage uh, nationally up from nothing last week, uh, 3% on average. Soybean conditions on unchanged 59% good to excellent unchanged on the week um, below the 65% average 46% of that bean crop blooming versus 29 last week and 40 on average 10% of the bean crop setting pods nationally versus three last week and 10 on average spring wheat ratings still terrible so spring wheat ratings were unchanged in the good to excellent category at 16% uh, way below the 60 65% average of course the amount of the crop rated poor to very poor increased to 55% from 50% the week prior. Uh, so that poor to very poor rating increasing. Uh, a lot of people just look at the good to excellent uh, ratings, but in this case, you've really got to look at that poor to very poor uh, category, which uh, may may tell you actually more about the crop. Uh, the crop is 83% headed in spring wheat versus 69 last week, 81 on average. U.S. winter wheat crop, 59% uh, harvested up from 45 last week, 65 on average, making some progress uh, here certainly, but behind average by just a little bit. Um, a lot of states are, are more than 80% done. Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, California, and North Carolina, more than 80% done. Uh, your states up in the Pacific Northwest typically drag down uh, the average relative to those uh, states that I just mentioned. The Corn Belt should be wet this week, although there is some drier weather in the forecast. So if you look at uh, the seven-day map from the Weather Prediction Center, it's pretty wet for a lot of the Corn Belt. There's a lot of areas that, that are going to see some rain. But when you go out past, say, this weekend, um, I'm not really seeing much in terms of rain in the forecast. Uh, I was looking at the GFS run this morning, and once you get past this weekend, there's really not much in terms of like a big system or anything that rolls through the Corn Belt. So you're looking at um, below normal precipitation for the vast majority of the Corn Belt for the 6 to 10 and for the 8 to 14 day period at this point. And a lot of the Corn Belt is going to see above normal temperatures, especially in that 8 to 14 day period, which uh, is probably bad timing for soybeans in particular i would make that argument here now these forecasts of course being uh extended to some extent they're, they're a little bit further out um i don't know if that the market is going to take this extremely seriously or not but that's something to be aware of corn shipments have softened up a little bit we were below a million metric tons uh last week nine hundred ninety three thousand. Uh, that's the lowest weekly total, I think, since January. That's below what we need in order to hit USDA's target for the marketing year. Soybean shipments are also running below where we need to be. So you may very well see the government reduce its old crop uh, export numbers for corn and soybeans moving forward. Tomorrow is last trading day for July grain futures. If you have any remaining uh, positions there, make sure you take a look. Cattle market finished marginally higher in fat cattle, lower in feeder cattle yesterday. Um kind of a back and forth deal. We'll see what develops here today. In the outside markets, we've got the S&P up a quarter point. The Dow's down 30, pretty quiet there. Uh, gold and silver are mixed. We've got uh, the bonds just up a couple of ticks. Crude oil is up 15 cents in the August WTI at 74.26. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.